welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Well, ladies, I am so happy to be here and so happy to join my friends Martha and Esther again to be able to talk about one of my favorite seasons of the year, which is Christmas. Christmas can be fun. It can be just so joyous. And the flip side, it can be chaotic and sometimes bothersome. And sometimes it really doesn't give us the peace that we're actually seeking and what Christmas is about. So I can't wait to hear what Esther has to say to talk about the calm that should be in our Christmas. Esther. Thank you, Val. Uh, Yes, and I feel like each year it seems that the hustle and bustle of Christmas season starts earlier. And now that we are in the month of December, it seems that the commercials for the latest toys and gadgets, and we end up making wish lists and receiving wish lists from our grandkids and our kids, um, that all starts earlier and earlier, it seems. And uh, I feel anxiety amping up as I think about the expectations. Um, The calendar starts to fill up with Christmas productions that we need to go and watch and work parties and family get togethers. And um, life just seemed so full before Christmas preparations started. And then December. (laughs) And it just seems there's so much demanding of our time. And it's very easy to allow ourselves to feel like we are just on a roller coaster or uh, a tilt-a-whirl at the circus, and we're trying to catch our breath and manage the stress. So the other thing that sometimes happens for some of us, though, is that this season arrives and it's not a season of busyness. It's a season of barrenness. And sadness and loneliness. And sometimes our relationships have been fractured. And you find that every time there's a Christmas carol, it's a reminder that your reality isn't really what you're longing for, the warmth and and friendship and fellowship and even family to spend the season with. And so today I want to encourage your heart that whether this season finds you overwhelmed with busyness or loneliness, Jesus, the one who came to bring hope to this broken world has not changed and he wants to be your safe place. So I'm going to ask Martha if she will read Colossians 3 and 15 for us. Happy to do that, Esther. So here's Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. I love that. What a sweet truth to comfort our hearts, that God's gift of Jesus to be our Savior was so his people would have peace. And this verse just reminds us that we are called to live in peace with our brothers and sisters, whether they're our family or whether in our church family. And we can be thankful that we're in his family. No matter what our earthly family looks like, we're in his family right now. And so I'm just going to ask my friends, um, 
have you seen Thanksgiving or thankfulness transform relationships? Absolutely. I, I can say that just even within my own family, with my children. Um, and as they grow older, it's me who has to become thankful when, when they do something that's a little, um, I don't know, can I say annoying? You know, you think, I raised you. What on earth are you doing reacting to me like this? You're thinking this in your head. And, and then I'm very, very thankful. God reminds me always to say a prayer of thankfulness. That was something I learned way, way back when I had little, when things were troubled, my husband had left, and I would not go to bed till I had to thank God for five things. It was a, mm -hmm. a discipline that I, it, it taught me gratitude instead of pity and, and, and bitterness. Because if you're thankful, that's the total opposite of bitterness when you think everyone owes you something, right? Mm -hmm. And so it would remind me, be thankful. And so my kids might say something or they might not call me or they might, you know, and you're kind of, your, your back gets up, but then you're thankful. You're thankful that you have this child, that this child is, is in your life, that God gave you this child. Like when you start asking, you know, saying all these things, you might have grandchildren through this child. Uh, it might be a case that this child taught you patience or endurance or, you know, all these different things. It just changes the relationship and it changes my attitude very quickly. Attitude of gratitude, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you're very quickly, you stop being that offended and you mm -hmm. stop being that hurt or upset because now you're thankful that God gave them to you. It changes. Exactly. Um, would you mind reading Matthew 11 and 28 and 29 for us, Val? Yes, I love this section, actually. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Hmm. That was the words of Jesus to his disciples when he was here on earth. And he hasn't changed, and our world hasn't changed. We are in a season right now of heaviness, heavy laden with expectations, the costs are enormous. Um, often at the grocery store, we see this all the time where we think, what? I can't believe how expensive it is to even just survive, let alone um, enjoy the season of Christmas. And so uh, it's nice. This uh, passage reminds us that he offers us a haven of rest. Uh, away from the heaviness of whatever we're facing this season, he understands our weariness. He experienced weariness when he was here in human form in the garden. Um, where before his suffering, he relied on his father God to give him the strength to go through with the assignment that he so dreaded of going to the cross. And he also knew exhaustion the demands of the crowds that followed him requiring so much emotionally of him. And so he pulled away often to spend time with his father, God in prayer. And uh, I'm just wondering if either of you have found that where you've been so burdened with expectations or just the workload and finding places of rest with the Lord. I really resonate with that, Esther. I would have to say recently I felt very busy 
as we all are, and also emotionally a bit exhausted. There was a lot going on in my life, and I I thought, oh, here I have a day that I don't have anything on my schedule. I'm, I'm going to really um, get some rest. But, uh, and I don't know how this happened, but I'm sure it's my own failing. For some reason, I didn't do my daily devotional that morning. I don't know if I got a phone call or something, or I don't know what it was because there wasn't anything on my schedule. But by the end of that day, I felt more exhausted than I did any other day. And it's a cliche, I know it's been said before, but honestly, the days that are super busy and I'm still feeling sort of drained, when I have that 10 or 15 minutes with the Lord at the beginning mm -hmm. of the day, it just lifts my spirit. And as you say, it gives us that rest. It's an internal mm -hmm. rest, right? And maybe still I'm feeling very tired and weary, but you have that peace in your heart and in your soul. And so I would just say, yeah, it, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's true in my life that when I have that time set apart for God, it just really uh, fulfills me and gives me peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even more than that, um, there's the, the next verse, Esther, the verse after the one I just read, it says, mm -hmm. for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And God means every word that's that's printed in this Bible. So I've mm -hmm. often thought that when my burden's heavy, I'm carrying something I was never meant to carry mm -hmm. and I need to give it over because he promises the burden is light. So we sometimes take on things or feel that heaviness because I don't know, maybe we feel like we have to solve the problem or it's just our problem. And we forget that God takes that from us because it's mm -hmm. a yoke, right? A yoke is two. And, uh, and so um, it's just something to remember when mm -hmm. it's heavy, it's not yours. It's not yours to carry. There are things we can do. We can make those calls or connections or texts. We can get out and make sure we've got our shopping list and get on it early but there are things we can't control. And when you leave that with God, what a burden lifted for me. I just said, Lord, I can't deal with this. This is your problem. And, you know, whether the problem changes or not, and sometimes it does, praise God, and sometimes it doesn't, it's really up to God to take care of that. And I was taking on a burden that I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Such great reminders. Um, and thank you for sharing both of your experiences with these types of situations. I want to finish up with another passage um, in Isaiah 9 and verse 6. And this is where the prophet Isaiah was given the message to give to the people of uh, God years and years, hundreds of years before Jesus ever came to the earth. But it was God saying, I pro I'm promising you, I'm going to send a savior. So let's read Isaiah 9 and 6. And it says, for to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I just love 
all of those descriptive names for our savior. He's a wonderful counselor. He understands us. He's compassionate. He's our mighty God. He, in the midst of the chaos, he can be our uh, strength and he's our everlasting father. When we just need that place to go, that um, source of comfort, he is that, and he is the prince of peace. Um, so when relationships get complicated, he is our peace. And when the load of life gets heavy, he wants to wrap our tired hearts in his love and be our everlasting father. And so my wish for all of our listeners today is that we will not lose sight of the Prince of Peace, that we will allow him to be our source of peace today. Wow, Esther, thank you. What words we are, do we ever need these words, I should say, in this chaotic world today? Mm. So uh, my prayer as well, I'll, I'll just add to your prayer that the listeners hear the calm and the peace in these verses that were read and may they resonate and stay with you this Christmas season. Until next time, ladies. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.